We who believe in freedom cannot rest. We who believe in freedom cannot rest until it comes. We who Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host. It's my joy to be back in the studio. I had a couple of uh, weeks that I wasn't here. But, uh, and I missed, uh, I missed my Thanksgiving show, but I know Mr. Rye always, he's always working. So he did a Thanksgiving show, I'm sure. So I can say I, I listened to a Thanksgiving show, but um, but yeah, thank you for, for listening to us uh, on 1150 AM, KKNW. And like I say, it's my joy to be on the air. Uh, we got an interesting show today. Mr. Rye's gonna give us some stats and some updates that might just like shake us in our boots. And then we're gonna have a, a great conversation about the virtues and how the virtues can heal the world. All right, Mr. Ryan, you know, you're looking chipper, you know, you're looking like you had a nice Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Somebody put it down because you wasn't in the kitchen doing nothing. <laughs> oh, no, I, as a matter of fact, I do all the cooking most of the time, although Angela, Angela was in town. And so she got Chef Jamil to hook us up. And uh, oh, I did, yeah. <laughs> I did uh, purchase a couple of fried turkeys, Brother 504 24th Avenue South. And also, I did. Uh, Angela and I hooked up a prime rib, but uh, no, I, I I cook and I like. Oh, you do? Okay, I cook. I cook. I cook every day. The oh, ladies, I, that's okay. right. I, I do breakfast and dinner almost every day. Wow. When, I, when I go to Starbucks for breakfast, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> doctor told me that I got to eat a lot more healthy. I got to cut sugar loose. I have to cut. Dairy and loose. I got. I got to have my little uh, muffins without butter, and I'm gonna do exactly <laughs> what the doctor said. A little bit more exercise. Okay. You know, what, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna try to be here as long as I can, but I'm gonna what be check, healthy. So I'm happy. Well, check out Tun. Check out Tun. Then he says health is big. Health is a real bag of wealth. He has a whole program out there now. He's I'm walking sure. and all of this stuff, walk away from diabetes because people don't recognize that they can come off about diabetes too or whatever, whatever one that he was looking at happened, what he was experiencing. I mean, uh, people can with diet and exercise like you talk about doing and uh, getting some, you know, some monocle of, of, of moderation in what we're doing. So yeah, he's done that. Hey, I'm on the road. I, I'm not I, there I, yet. I'm on the I road. Will be calling your, I will be calling your son for some <laughs> advice because I've seen what a healthy diet and what he's done while it's worked for him. And like right now, I'm a border. I could be uh, with diabetes myself. I was eating hands full of candy and cough drops with sugar and I just uh, lattes with sugar. And I'm cutting it all out. That's all there is to it. I got all this nice desserts that I will not be eating. And I have to go to, instead of dairy, I have to go to almond milk and I'm just going to do, do the right thing. But uh we, I sent you a, a page eight of a, a, a state office of minority women business enterprise report. And as a matter of fact, uh, the interview with Lika Fernandez, the new director of the state office of minority women business enterprise was on urban forum. Northwest It's on my podcast now, or you can go to my website, urbanformnw.com and hear her. Uh, she's a Latina and she's from, uh, from Flint, Michigan. So I okay. said, and she also was in business herself, and she got ran out of business. Okay. Said, so you and Flint drinking dirty water with the brothers and sisters. She said, I was, I was. And uh, her commitment is just unwavering to bring about. I'm, I'm impressed with, with her. Uh, but as you've seen the numbers. Yeah, I did. Right. We, we, got, we got zilch. 
you know, you might as well call it zero. You know what? All the money. Well, it so is now, zero. It's zero. Zero point nothing is what the blacks, what the Negroes got in Washington state, man. Isn't that incredible? And how, how much money do we spend in this state is what we need to find out. You know, how much money are we spending, you know, at Amazon and all these different places are we spending in, 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 in Washington state? Every time you buy something, you're paying some taxes. You know, well, yeah, you are. You are. You're paying taxes. You're paying taxes, and we're supporting people who, who who use their money to support people who don't like us. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a. It, we're caught in a place where we were, where I, you know, I mean, like I say, you and I grew up in segregation. You didn't grow up in segregation. You escaped. Oh, until I was ten years old. I got it. I was a very up close person. I knew when to step off the sidewalk. I do not look a white man in the face. I, no, no, it taught me well for my survival, okay? And, you know, I, I just heard excerpts of that Till movie where his mother was telling the same thing my parents told me. As a matter of fact, I once asked a white man why, and my uncle almost got beat up. I was about four or five years old, and my uncle said, don't ever do that again. You just, you can't talk <laughs> talk to no grown people like that, especially white people. I mean, so I've been there and then I went back. I got here when we were 10 years old and I went back in the army when I was 18 and went to Fort Ord and then that's Washington National Guard had a medical unit. So I went to Fort Sam Houston, Texas, get off the plane in San Antonio, getting a drink of water. Hey boy, that uniform don't make you white. I said, oh man, I volunteered for this. But anyway, <laughs> I did survive. <laughs> I did survive, so you know, uh, and I'm thankful. But I would not go to Officer Campus School because that was in Georgia. I said there ain't no way in the world I'm a volunteer voluntarily go back to segregation. But uh, when you look at that uh, state officer minority women business enterprise report, where uh, African American businesses received zero point one eight percent, not two tenths of percent. <laughs> of the state business in 2021. <laughs> See, Reverend Walden, uh, uh, we uh, filed along with 21 other individuals and organizations, African-Americans, I say African descendants of the United States enslaved, 21 individuals and organizations that represent Black people's interests, and some represent other people's interests as well, but we were impacted. We filed, and Bob Armstead, the president, the current president of the National Association of Minority Contractors, the Washington State chapter, was the architect of this uh, discrimination complaint. And it was filed uh, November 22nd uh, of 2021. And now you see why we received filed a report because we, we didn't realize, we thought we were getting 1%. And we, that, was, that was an insult. But to find out that we did 0.18% of the state's <laughs> business and think about Four black contractors all going broke on the same job, the Seattle Tunnel Park. <laughs> so, you know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm encouraging because I know the chairs of the Congressional Black Caucus, Benny Thompson, Congressman Bobby Scott, Congressman Maxine Waters, uh, Congresswoman, uh, Congressman Gregory Meeks, uh, and Adam Smith, all chairs of committees. And uh, Adam Smith did write a letter in de early December saying, DOJ, please investigate these atrocities that's happening to Black folks in Washington State. So DO, Department of Justice, uh, Civil Rights Division, for whatever reason, sent our complaint over to the Department of Transportation. Mm -hmm. Now, sister, uh, I, I'm trying to remember, uh, Kristen Clark is a, a, the uh, Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights. 
So what we did today is that we sent uh, a request to Congressman Benny Thompson, Chair of the House Homeland Security Committee, Gregory Meeks, Chair of the Foreign Relations Committee, Maxine Waters, Chair of the House Financial Services Committee, and Benny Thompson, Chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, and Hank Johnson, who is on the House Judiciary and the House uh, Infrastructure and Transportation Committee, and Bobby Scott is chair of the House uh, Labor Education uh, Labor and Education Committee. So they have one month in office still to do something. And we're just not going to say, well, they're going to be gone. No, we want them to, because they might as well get ready to roll the sleeves up anyway with, with the other folks having the majority. But we're asking them to really encourage uh, the Department of Justice, Civil Rights Division, to look at this economic apartheid. I mean, I, I think in some instances, uh, Blacks and apartheid in South Africa did probably did more business than Blacks in Washington State, especially that 2021 report shows that. So, you know, we have some people in organizations are making an effort, they're getting funds, trying to assist, but obviously it's not really working. So, uh, you know, I know that, you know, uh, the governor has uh, his advisors who are African-American. We have 10 members, and I've I, I sent them page eight, all 10 members of uh, the Black Members Caucus of the state legislature. But it just seems like, I don't know, I haven't heard anything back, but I sent it to them because they, you know, they need to know. Uh, hopefully they will advocate on our behalf for economic uh, equality. But uh, in addition to that, there's a lot of federal money coming to Washington State. That's why we have to engage and encourage uh, the leaders of the Democratic Party, we have four chairs, like I mentioned before, Adam Smith is chair, he's my member of Congress, he's also chair of the House Armed Services Committee. So he was. He did speak up first. We've also sent the information to Congresswoman Marilyn Strickland uh, out of the uh, uh, 10th uh, Congressional District down in Tacoma, Thurston, and Kitsap County. Uh, uh, Thurston, and I think one other county down there. <clears throat> but anyway, so now everybody knows, and hopefully with the information I sent out today, I will follow it up with some phone calls. I do have some of those members' personal cell phone numbers. I said I, I go through the process, go to the, the appropriate staff person, but for the folks who I have their email addresses, like I'm going to be back to Mayor Karen Bass. Congratulations, Mayor Bass, first female mayor of Los Angeles, but she's still a member of Congress on January 3rd. So I'm going to ask her to all. I didn't know she made it through. I thought she didn't get elected. I thought oh, she no, was she Karen Bass was the mayor of Los Angeles. Okay, well, the kids, because I I didn't say I didn't I didn't recognize that. I thought the, I thought she got defeated. No, no, okay. no. She is the first female mayor of uh, Los Angeles, and she's a current member of Congress and a former chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. I know her well, and I'm hoping that. In her last 30 days as a member of Congress until they step down at the 1st of January, that she will also do something. So I'm trying to encourage all of them to give us some help out here in Washington State. So we have some Black folks who say, you know, everything is going fine with them. But <laughs> if you look at the rest of us, that doesn't seem to be the case. And for all the investments that's being made, uh, it seems to me there should be a lot more productivity Yes. In terms of opportunities yes. for Black folks, because right. there's some be. money that's put out there. But then again, when you put us in the pot mm -hmm. with everybody else, it says Black Americans kick the door down for civil rights, 
for these. At one time, it was a black business program. Now it's a minority business program. I don't have any hate against anybody, but it's really unfortunate that the same people that we had to fight with to get the programs to get our rights are now using everybody but us. Yeah. Uh, Make sure they continue to punish us. And That's the right. we've been that, punished. Actually, we've been punished for opening the door for everybody else. <laughs> but actually, when you look at the whole report, uh, uh, you'll see where uh, uh, all the minorities, and 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 as a matter of fact, women didn't do that well either. It went down from uh, uh, from the year before. So when you look at it, uh, but then again, when people have access to offshore money to fund their businesses, uh, yes. a lot of they don't get. Uh, it depressed and is excited about what's going on with the public entity because of the fact that we have just been about stripped of uh, all of our uh, uh, gener uh, business generating uh, 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 activities. So, but when you have the people with people who have access to offshore money, the, play the playing field is never equal. And that's no, it's why not. No, it's for the not. last 10 years, I have tried to implore the members of the Congressional Black Caucus to have a federal designation and they, descendants of United States enslaved, and they wouldn't black do it. folks who have a lineage of 400 years in America, well before it was United States, well before the Statue of Liberty was there. <laughs> as a matter of fact, so uh, 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 Jesse Weinberry shared with me last week during a Supreme Court hearing that uh, we got we got just a couple more seconds. So okay, but Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, asked the uh, uh, lawyer who's trying to overturn, they got the two cases, uh, North Carolina and also the at uh, Harvard University. And the Kavanaugh, conservative justice, said, what if we had a program that was based on lineages like the people who were slaves and their descendants? And the guy that supposed affirmative action said he could agree with that. So somebody started to look, and hopefully we just have to keep on pushing. But thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming on, then. And I'll keep... I'll keep talking about this in my circle about the about how much we're getting back from the state. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, thank you. Continue to have a great day. You right. listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'll be right back. I'm your host, Reverend Walker. Hello world. Hello world. My old friend. My old friend. It's another day. It's another day. Glad to see you again. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com healing.com today. You may not realize how important three letters can be. For a patient who needs type A, B, or O blood, these letters can mean life. But there simply aren't enough people giving blood. Every two seconds, someone in the U.S. needs it. But only about 3% of the population donates. Without more donors, hospitals may not have the blood needed to save lives. That's why the American Red Cross needs people to help restore the A's, B's, and O's that are depleting each day. When you make your appointment to donate blood at redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types, you can help give strength to kids. 
parents and grandparents who face life and death challenges. From cancer patients to accident survivors waiting for critical surgeries, your generosity can give someone more life. Don't wait until the letters A, B, and O are missing from hospital shelves. You are the missing type patients need. Visit redcrossblood.org forward slash missing types or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to make your donation appointment today. Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina Intra, inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K's Attuning to Your Abundance where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact drkworkshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K's Abundance. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden, and it is another day. And so I'm going to bring on my next guest. My next guest is Ms. Kathy Beamer. She's a massive uh, virtuous facilitator, uh, and uh, and uh, we've been working together, uh, two transparency, in Seattle off and on for oh, many, many years. And so uh, I wanted to come on today to actually talk about the power of the virtues and how they can be healed, how they can be used to heal the world. You might have heard uh, what Mr. What Mr. Uh, Rye was talking about, all this inequity, you know, I mean, and we don't get any of our money back from the state, <laughs> all the people, but, uh, you know, so anyway, so much inequity, so much injustice, and there's a lot of uh, people who are in fear and a lot of violence and all of that. So so anyway, welcome, welcome, Mr. Beamer. This is your first time. I, I, I just call you Kathy because we just know each other, so it's good you call me Harriet. So, it's, <laughs> uh, so, uh, so welcome, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you, Harriet. I appreciate this opportunity to talk with you. It's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we've you. known each other through Virtues Project, and that has brought us to incredible places and yes. many joys. And I want to acknowledge you for your perseverance with this program you have worked with it with incredible love and and your whole heart for so many years and it's you're quite an influence to many of us well thank you thank you so much thank you for all the work you've been doing also in the virtuous project so um anyway i mean i want to talk a little bit about the founders uh, and before we get going about the virtuous project and the founders okay so you want to just talk about the Virtues Project and the five strategies? And no, no, no. The found Linda and Dan. Down. You want to start we with Linda and Dan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, they started with uh, an idea. Linda and Dan and her brother. Um, John. Yes, John Cavlin. They sat in the, the hotel in Canada and they said there is too much fear, violence, and the disease of... of um, what was it? Misunderstanding, right. um, meaninglessness. And so they thought, what can we do to change this? Dan had a career as a child psychologist and Linda was a psychotherapist and hospice worker and lots of experience in, in uh, those professions. And her brother, John, was a, 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 a Disney artist. Disney. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. So the three of them brought together their knowledge, experience, and creativity. And Dan Papa studied the uh, world's wisdom literature, all of the different wisdoms and and um, religions, and really found that they all were based in virtues. All successful societies were based in virtues. They may look different, but that's what they all have in common. Mm -hmm. So what they found is then they pulled that together and they found 52 virtues to practice one each year. And they self-published this as a parenting tool to bring out the best in our children and ourselves. And as this started as a grassroots program, it was quickly honored and accepted by all the different cultures because they recognized their own truth their own history and their own people within it. And so it's been an incredible journey. It's now in 135 or 40 countries, translated into many languages and has gone from, from being more than a parenting program, but also into schools, into workplace and into individual support, healing, it is an amazing tool in recovery programs, in healing programs, and Linda has a couple of books. One is the uh, Family Virtues Guide, then there's the Educator's Guide, which brings it into schools for K through 12, and then she also has the Pace of Grace, which brings it into the Virtues of a Sustainable Life, where she had a health crisis and realized that virtues and the five strategies were the way to bring herself out of that. And it's very powerful, yeah. Yeah. personal. And also, and also it's, in, it's also in some governments because Fiji, yes. the, the Fiji, Fijian government uh, uh, trained the whole country at one time, you know. And, um, and so we all came together because I, Seattle was the first city uh, in America to embrace the virtues over 30 years ago. And uh, and the, mm -hmm. uh, the church council agreed to Seattle, and uh, and then then Dan came to Seattle and had uh, several uh, uh, trainings, and I I was trained in one of those trainings, and you were too. So and so it was Betsy Smith that's uh, moved. Uh, she's in Arizona right now, but we've all been there. And then Ann Brock is uh, in in Mexico right now. So uh, we've grown up with these virtuals. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. We've all gotten older with them, and um, one of the. Uh, one of the things I continue to love about the virtue is um, not only the five strategies that we'll talk about, but um, what it does for people's heart and what it does for the, uh, their lives. Uh, and I've, I've seen, seen seen the miracle of that uh, myself. So it's a, you know it's a, it, it is a tool. And um, also, I mean, I think also the First Nation people up in Canada was the place yes. where it went first, and they were so empowered. And inspired because it reminds them of who they were before uh, before the colonizers came. You know, that's true. That's right. And yeah. Linda said many stories come back from First Nations people about how the virtues and the virtues language is the bridge between the cultures. And yeah, it, it's very powerful. Yeah, yeah, very powerful. That's that, that's 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 what I thought about too. And um, and uh, and also we're the group here in Seattle. We used to meet often. I mean, we met almost every week uh, uh, at uh, at Betsy's house when she was here. But That's also, right. uh, we gave the whole world virtuous connection. There's a term that's used out around the world now, 
at different right. groups of people who are using virtues. They call that virtues connection. And all of that started here in Seattle. Uh, we were the we were the group that uh, worked the most with uh, with Linda uh, and Dan uh, uh, and the, and the uh, advancement of the virtues because she was always down here, and we were we were um, we were practicing the art of consultation. <laughs> <That's correct>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you and I've been practicing the art of consultation too, but with some of the work that I uh, that I'm doing and the work that we'll be doing together here with these healing circles. Uh, but that that art of consultation, I've learned that from them, you know, that you uh, you you uh, you you listen very well and then uh, you you consult uh, when when you ask the question and uh, uh, and the other thing that I, I learned from uh, from from being around uh, with the virtues and all of that and, and the people who brought them is the level of courtesy that they have for one another. You know, I, I find that people who practice the virtues often have a higher level of courtesy for one another. You know, I mean, uh, and they and they turn they tend not to get so angry, or so they they tend to hurriedly uh, repair the relationship by going back to a teachable moment or some of those other kinds of strategies and uh, you know those kinds of things. Yeah, um, let's let's talk about the strategies because you're right. It's it's more than the words and the. Well, let's take a break first then. Let's take okay. a break and come back and talk about the strategies. You listen to okay. the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host from Walden. We'll be right back. On the day that Matthew was born. On the day that Matthew was born. On the day that Matthew was born. The angels sang and they blew on their horns and they danced. They danced. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, Visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Hi, I'm Arielle Winter. If you're anything like me, your pets are not only your best friends, they're part of your family. American Humane, which has been rescuing animals like Cleo here for more than 100 years, has life-saving tips that can make a big difference before, during, and after disasters such as hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, or wildfires. So when disaster strikes, you want to be prepared to protect them. Be sure to microchip or tag your pets. Never leave them behind in a major crisis and be sure to have an emergency kit ready in your home at all times with a pet crate or carrier, leash, blanket, ID, and medications, their water bowl, and 7 to 10 days worth of food. To find out how to protect your entire family during a disaster and help our best friends in their worst times, please visit AmericanHumane.org. An alternative to everything else on your radio dial. Alternative Talk, 1150. Right now, somewhere, someone's being born. The angels are singing, they're blowing on their horns, and they're dancing, they're dancing. They're smiling and raising up their hands, because right now, somewhere, someone's being born. Raising up their hands. Good 
afternoon, you're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM, KKNW. That's such a great song to come back on, you know, I mean, on the day that you were born, on the day that somebody's being born right now. I mean, it really is a great song to come back on to talk about the virtues that can heal the world and how they can do that. And uh, see, you know, when number one, it brings joy. And with joy, there's a lot of things can get done. You know, it brings joy. So welcome, I want to bring my guest back in. This is Ms. Kathy uh, Beamer, as he's a master facilitator. We've been knowing each other for a while. Uh, and uh, we've been we've done some workshops together. We were part of two, mass, two uh, uh, worldwide uh, uh, mentorship uh, conferences that was here in Seattle that we hosted. We, I don't know, mm -hmm. we were real brave, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> was way and back. People from all over the world here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. hosting them. Uh, man, and then that, yeah, I mean, so yes, we did that. I mean, really, we have to remember that what we've done with the Virtues Project and this, uh, we've done, we did that. Uh, uh, we actually was the uh, bedrock of Virtues beginning in America. It started here in Seattle right. with, with right. us. <laughs> we need to take ownership of that. That's right. Nobody and else in America and, say that. I mean, Dara them and, and, and uh, Baltimore, they picked up the torch. They've but, done a lot. Yeah. They've done a lot, yeah. but we did a lot. We did. I mean, I, I think I think we kind of do. I don't think we give ourselves credit for all we what, what we were wrote, we were written up in a couple of newspapers about the Virtues mm -hmm. Project. And I mean, we really did do a lot. We did. Did. We had yes, a lot of we did. We we had a lot of fun and a lot of uh, uh and, and a lot of uh using the rice on the table because I I I, I Janet uh, one of the pastors at the church was oh, saying yeah. that uh, you know Janet would say uh you know it's always a, infinite possibilities of new uh, new ways of viewing things so when we got to a place that we needed infinite infinite possibilities she would oh she had she had a bowl of dry rice and she would just always pick up the rice and see all this rice, see all this represents infinite possibilities of a way to handle the problem of the solvent, right. you know, that's yeah, so. Right. But anyway, we're gonna talk now, we wanna, I do wanna give all our listeners a little information about the uh, about the virtues, or how to use them and the strategies that come with them. Okay, there, yeah, there, there are five strategies to the virtues project. And I think that's what's so powerful and makes it work. Um, and it always has had a child focus with, with Dr. Dan Popoff's focus on and background in child psychology and Linda Popoff really coming up with these strategies. And it's fascinating to me and with you, Harriet, we've worked with this for so long and it is so lasting. We've grown with it, it's grown, but its fundamentals are the same and they work. And it brings out the best in our children and ourselves. And you're right, it makes a better world. So the first strategy is speak the language of the virtues. So what that is, is when you see a virtue in action, you name it. You say, thank you for your helpfulness, or that was kind. I remember my my son was just two and he fed his baby sister for the first time. And he said, Mama, is this caring? And so that language gets into them and they understand yes. what those words actually mean. Yes. Other than that's nice, honey. He understood the action behind it. That's right. That's right. And when we talk to our kids with that language, they grow up with a language where they can describe things and recognize things. And right. then one we want to talk about 
was that just, and we're talking about justice, they have a language to go with that and they understand what that means. Right, 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 yeah. And then, so so we can use the language in many ways. One is to name it. And I like to, to use a kaleidoscope to think of when you put something in a kaleidoscope, what does it do? It multiplies that piece so many times. So if we put Mm -hmm. virtues in that kaleidoscope, then we get to see more of them. So we're naming what we want to see more of. And the more we name it, we awaken it. The concept with Virtues Project is that all of the virtues that we know, whether it's consideration, kindness, love, self-discipline, tact, they're all present within us. Like an like a seed of like an acorn will eventually grow into the the oak tree. Mm -hmm. Yes. As parents, our job is to see it and name it and help bring it out. Right. And then what's the next one? The next one is recognizing a teachable moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we hear a lot about that these days, but um, a teachable moment can be a time when a virtue was missed. And it was needed. Like, what would have been a caring way to say that? Or how could you have done that with more consideration? Or it's also an opportunity to acknowledge something that's done. Like, Harriet, you always bring out the beauty in the moment. You always see the good and the beautiful in what you post, in what you say. And that's acknowledging a virtue. And that is also a teachable moment in bringing that out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And the next one is setting clear boundaries. <laughs> well, well, do we need that today? <laughs> <laughs> setting clear boundaries. Yes. <laughs> Cause we living in a boundless world right now in some places. Yes. <laughs> well, that it can feel like that. And mm-hmm. some of that's personal boundaries, but boundaries within virtues project are virtues based mm-hmm. which is different than a lot of the boundaries out there that says don't do this to me and do this and do that but when they're a virtues based boundary we base them on say respect mm-hmm. uh, kindness uh, and restorative justice is part of that too we're not blaming and pushing away we are finding when we set a boundary and a boundary was crossed, we look for what happened, who was hurt, and how do we make amends? What needs to be discussed? How can this be different? So setting clear boundaries are ways, and I always go back to the children. That's how children know. Like you get your two-year-old who's in there and starting to fight some battles. They are looking for the boundaries. And when they gently know that that's there, they know what the expectation is. Let's see, what else, Harriet? Um, oh, and then there's a, a, we have a spiritual companioning. We have companioning. Okay, that's the fifth one. That then that one is the honor of the spirit. Is the oh, fourth yeah, honor one. The, okay, honor the spirit, right. And this is where we sustain our vision and purpose by integrating virtues into our activities and our surroundings, our celebrations and the arts. What I love is looking at how in our art, we're honoring our ancestors 
I look at Native American art and see how that pulls in the history and honoring the space that we're living on. And I'm doing a project with a um, with orcas right now, and it's it's honoring the history and the spirit of both the animal and our own spirit. Um, so honoring the spirit is we can bring that into our families. Yes. We just had Thanksgiving. There are ways to honor the spirit, the spirit. and bring that into mm -hmm. to Thanksgiving, into any kind of birthday celebration. Um, you know, we're in charge of celebrations. That's a wonderful book by uh, Bird Baylor. And she talks about, I'm here to celebrate the rainbow because the sun is out today. So we <laughs> yeah. honoring nature, all of mm -hmm, those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then I kind of see that in fall because I really, uh, well, I like to honor the creator for fall because it's like, wow, you know, the colors are so vibrant. And, uh, and uh, you know, you look out and you just see something that just keeps you alive. You know, I mean, and so we've had, we're having an extended fall. I mean, I, I, with, the, with the leaves on there because um, we hadn't had any rain. I mean, and I, without right. the rain and the wind, I, you know, the fall, the leaves continue to turn and uh, and they get more vibrant, uh, you know, and, and that type of thing. So I just, uh, I'm so, I, I'm so, I'm so empowered. I just really, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it's all beautiful, but some of it just yeah. speaks more to me than others. Because then I grew up in a place where spring uh, uh, and fall was not pronounced. I mean, in Florida, you get winter and summer, you don't get much spring. Uh, right. And you don't get much fall, and uh, and and to see it so pronounced is just a, it's just a joy to me. Uh, yeah, nature nature is honoring the spirit, mm -hmm. and just to acknowledge a virtue and to do a virtues pick, which we'll do later. A friend just told me a story about how she has a, a degenerative neurologic disease, and since she started working with Virtues Project, just doing a virtues pick every day honors her spirit and brings her joy every day. And that is tremendous. It has turned things around for her and that's the honoring the spirit. Right. Then the fifth one, which is really one of my favorites is um, offering companioning. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really called spiritual companioning and it is being so deeply present and listening with compassionate curiosity where we guide another to find their own clarity, mm -hmm. create their own solutions, right. supports healing and growth. And it is the, the deepest gift we can give to another is to be right. fully right. present right. to them. Yes. And it requires us, Harriet, remember, we have to go in with detachment That's right. so that we don't take on another's right. problems. Right. And so right. we don't tell them what to do. Right and compassion so that we can listen with that incredible curiosity that says what what the magic words with companioning are what and how and our silencing our own wish to fix because people right. don't need to be fixed they everyone has these virtues within them and they can find them when given mm -hmm. the and we right. give them that space to find their own pearl of wisdom. And then yeah. we honor that. Yeah. And you know, it's just amazing uh, to be heard. Mm. 
And the Versus Project is a mini listening project that we'll demonstrate here in the, in the next segment. So, but uh, to be heard, uh, and <laughs> my kids are always telling me, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm cutting in, so, <laughs> so I need to practice that more often. Uh, being <laughs> not uh-huh. trying to jump to the end, <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, it is a wonderful practice when you when you can do that to be heard and and to listen completely all the way through. Because then, like you say, people get to empty their own cup. Because people, if they can empty their own cup and get filled up with the virtues, the acknowledgement that we heard, then they don't need to be fixed. Exactly. They don't need they don't they don't need to be fixed. Right. Right. You know, so so we go ahead. It's empowering to be heard and acknowledged. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, it can yes. be so simple. Um, the wonderful story of, of uh, Linda talking to a baby on a ferry who was screaming and everyone's trying to calm the baby and they're just, they cannot calm this baby. He's just cry, cry, cry. And Linda walked up behind the baby and just said, what baby, what? And with that magic word and giving the space for that baby to express however he needed to, that baby calmed down. And that can be on the simplest space, what it takes. It's just what. What? What? And you know, it's not because how, I mean, because uh, that other word, sometimes people want to know uh, why, you know, why shuts you down? And uh, why? Because yes, sometimes you don't know why. I mean, you just stand it. You're trying to raffle, you, you're, you're, you're just kind of reconciling yourself, or maybe why did you go do this stupid thing anyway? And then somebody else, right. somebody's asking you why something's why, why, and the why just kind of, it, it doesn't, it doesn't allow the energy to flow in, in, a, in a good way so you can empty the cup. It, what it does is it, it kind of like makes a stalemate and it doesn't go any further. Right. It puts us it. in defensive mode. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. Right. That's but right. what allows us to explore is that curiosity. Yeah, I like the way you say curiosity because I think <laughs> that is it. Uh, and sometimes curiosity, people want to get to the uh, why uh, in such a curious way that it enters people's like uh, you know like the self esteem or or they just thought that they could have a listening ear for you with you and then that you as a person they thought they could trust or or listen to have someone to listen to them. And all of a sudden they're feeling like, oh, gee whiz, I mean, I'm being treated poorly here too right now and those kinds mm-hmm. of things. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the phrase and the really great drawing that John um, Cavillan put with this is the, um, don't get furious, get curious. And yeah. oh, that's yeah, where that. move yes. into companioning. So when they cross the boundary, when your child does something that they know they're not supposed to do, that's when we don't go into shaming, but we go into naming virtues and getting curious. And what? Well, also, before we take our, our last break, I want to just remind people that this is a parent. This is a program that started off as parenting program, but it's been used all over the world. It's in governments, it's in schools. And also we had, a, 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 we had our virtuous couple, uh, 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 Betsy and uh, Pete, and he had a he had a business that he uses the virtues. Uh, when he was uh, running an ad, he would put the virtues that he was looking for, and uh, you know, in his ad. And then at the time when he had needed to 
either, uh, you know, uh, given a person I, I, when they were being reviewed or, uh, you know, evaluated all times when people had, was he was letting people go, he always let them know the virtues that they had and the virtues that they needed, that he thought that they needed to improve on. So they left there not feeling broken and all smashed down. You know, and I always thought that I always thought that he such was such a, a wonderful way to be able to use the virtues in the workspace, and they are being used in the workspace across the country and the world, also. Yeah, so yeah. they are, they are. Yeah. yeah. So let's take a break. I take our last break and come back and do. Uh, then we'll do a virtues pick. Okay. Okay. You listen Thank to you, the Mary. Mother's Justice Show on eleven fifty AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back. For the best in me, it's what I really am, and all I want to be. It may take some time, it may be hard to find, but see me beautiful, see me beautiful. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp. That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. See me beautiful, look for the best in me, it's what I really am, and all I want to be, it may take some time. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Mother's Justice Show, and uh, justice is part of the virtue show, so, so this is the Mother's Justice Show. 11.50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. I want to bring my guest back on, Kathy Beamer. She's a master uh, virtual facilitator here in Seattle. Seattle, we, we, was, a, we was a city that brought, that made uh, virtuous famous starting here in Seattle. And so we're going to spend the rest of this time doing a virtuous pick uh, uh, and so we can kind of demonstrate the power of the virtuous side. So we won't have a lot of time, but we have enough time to at least, um, to yeah, we got about seven minutes we could do a virtuous pick. All right, so... What did you choose? What what chose you? One thing about the virtues, these are characters that are, 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 are all of us. I mean, these these are the angel cards. These are these are gifts that's in all of us, and you always get the right card. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what card you choose. It's going to speak to some parts of, of your beingness. So so, what do you have, Kathy? Well, let's see. How about consideration? Okay, that's good. I mean, yes, let's let read that one. And how it works uh, uh, for our audience is that we read the card front and back, uh, and then uh, who's, whoever's reading the card, it's no crosstalk and it's no interruption. And uh, the person who's reading the card will read front and back and say how that card is speaking to them in the moment, and in, in this moment right now. Not yesterday, not 10 years ago, not 50 years ago, but in the moment. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we always set up the um, art of boundaries. We set clear okay. boundaries before virtues pick. Mm -hmm. And those, do you want to go over those, Harriet? Uh, 
assertiveness, doing so, what's yeah. right for you, respect, right. being respect. deeply present without interrupting, rescuing, mm -hmm. or criticizing, and trust yeah. to be trustworthy. And what we say here stays here. So Harriet and I will do a virtues pick. All right, consideration. Consideration is giving careful thought to the needs of others. It is also holding the decision in a contemplative and thoughtful way. We mindfully consider what will result from our choices before we act. We speak with gentleness and tact. We care about others and their feelings. We carefully observe their preferences and needs and then do things to give them ease or bring them joy. Consideration shines in small daily acts to add to the happiness of others. It is one of the most meaningful ways to show love. Considerate people give the very best gifts. Blessed is one who adds to the happiness of another. That's, from, that's a quote on the back of the card from Zoroastrianism. And then there's a list of the practice of consideration. I think about what others need. I am thoughtful of their feelings. I speak gently and tactfully. I hold decisions with care and discernment. I take joy in bringing joy to others. I show my love in thoughtful acts. And then there's always a, a, at the bottom of the card, I am thankful for the gift of consideration. It allows me to brighten others' lives. And a note on the cards, Harriet, we can tell people how to get the Virtues app on their phone by going okay. to Virtues Matter. Okay. And looking for that. So, okay, for me, consideration, I think it's a really good uh, virtue. It, it reminds me that when we do something for others, we're thinking it through. It involves discernment and caring, and we think about what's important to not only ourselves, but to another person. Um, when, when, when Harriet called me to see if I would be available to join her today, it was very considerate of her. She thought it through and she told me what it would look like and she was very helpful. Um, and it, it's just a gentle way that we treat one another. And right now I'm taking care of a sick family member and it does, it takes a lot of consideration to what is the need? I don't wanna overdo it. What do they need and how do I take care of them? And so it's, it's very empowering. So. Mm. But I uh, thank you, Kathy. I, I I just want to acknowledge you for for being considerate, and I, I see that as one of your virtues. Because I will, and uh, you would you would consider it also because you you got back to me. You wanted to know what what would be the best way that I can uh, do this on the show, and I sent you some examples and uh, and that and, and that type of stuff. But also, um, you know, I I mean, although I I always said something about in the past, but since we've been worked together for so long, I just want to not only acknowledge your your, um, your consideration, but your friendliness, your steadfastness, and your deep kindness and compassion that you show all the time. So these are the virtues that I've seen in you and I. Um, and uh, although, I mean, we, we've gone through lots of different situations, uh, uh, you and I both has a talent and spirit. Uh, uh, you know, you lost your, uh, your precious Lucia many years ago and then hire my uh, 17 years ago for me. And um, 
and so we uh, and so we 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 uh, we we bridge this grief together also and that and, and that the cards are is always there to heal our hearts and so I just want to acknowledge you for uh, for your compassion your deep compassion uh-huh. and uh, and the love for the virtues and uh, always willing to do a virtue speak <laughs> I true transparency <laughs> for everybody we do a virtue speak every Thursday morning when we can I just going to go on three you. years now. <laughs> And out of that, you know, I mean, uh, we had the previous mayor did come. Uh, uh, she came and brought us staff to do a virtual speak, uh, uh, Jenny, uh, uh, Mayor Jenna Durkin. Uh, and then the Decker, uh, then the people in uh, down in, uh, in, uh, in um, uh, what is it, Baltimore had a program out here in Washington State. Uh, and, and they had some young people who made some virtual cards called the Decker cards, I believe. I'm not sure what, what the cards That's was. Um, That's right. Uh, and, the, and the mayor was, uh, she agreed to do a virtual speak. With those uh, those young people, and she was in, she was really inspired and uh, about by the virtues. I mean, it, it's like the card she had, she chose, she kept the card because, <laughs> and you know, I always give people cards. So I mean, out of that has come also our idea about doing healing circles in Seattle, and uh, you know, and that uh, and that we will continue with that. Right now, I'm doing healing circles, uh, uh, but uh, we will be moving forward with that. But I just wanted to acknowledge your your kindness. I mean, I, I think I, you brought me something for my birthday a couple of years ago. I think it was a pecan pie because I said I haven't <laughs> had one in a while. And you delivered it and it was warm on my birthday. <laughs> so that was consideration. That was, <laughs> you brought it to me. And it was like, oh, this is really so considerate of, uh, of you. And uh, I mean, one thing about the virtues also, if I listen to all, it just causes us to our highest and best good. It gets mm-hmm. us out of our head into our heart. And all the problems of the world have been created in the in the head. We cannot change the mm-hmm. world. We cannot change the situation. But in our head, we have to come to our heart, in our heart, in the heart. Absolutely. Well, the virtues will help us be in our heart, and also be looking at the truth. I mean, we're not going to be like somebody say, "Oh, you're going to have your head in the sand." No, the virtues encourage us to be to take on issues in a different way, mm-hmm. instead of shaming and blaming. You come with consideration. You come with compassion. You come with deliberation, co- collaboration. You come with all these other skills that's going to help us get to the next level in the world. And so I mean, and so I mean, and that's what that's that's what I think the virtues can help going forward. Yeah. Well, Herod, I'd like to acknowledge you for your your. It's a reverence. You're you see in people what they need and through your consideration you in your little daily acts on your on your um facebook you'll put out messages to speak to the heart and soul of others and it is just a way of being in the world where you thank you see the best and you bring it out well, thank you so much for being my guest on the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. And we'll be talking to you once again uh, in the near future about the virtues and how they can heal the world. And you can find this uh, segment on uh, our podcast on KKNW. All right. Thank you so much. Have a great week. I see you beautiful. Thank you, Harry. We who believe in free.